The Sons of Liberty, is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page there. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday and for whatever reason, Rumble was doing something, trying to fix something, so every time I set, it, I set up his stream... Uh, it went to the next day, which shouldn't have affected anything, because as long as you have it in advance, you can connect any time. But I had to set it up three or four times, and it never would connect. And then finally the fourth one did it, but it was after the first segment. So all you missed was the first segment. You can watch that there up until 3 o'clock today. 
Hopefully they've gotten that straightened out because I didn't have that problem this morning. At least I hope I don't have that problem. I didn't even check to see if it's playing. But uh, <clears throat> in any case, you can watch that up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that little area there. And on the right side of the page is where we're streaming live. All you got to do is click the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the Rumble icon. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming to Rumble as well, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Uh, is the channel there if you're looking for that. Also, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. And dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, as well as a variety of little smaller Facebook pages that I have uh, that's going out there, as well as Twitter. We're over there, the real Tim Brow 2. Don't put the in, add a 2 there, and you're good to go. Okay. All right. Uh, right up under where we're streaming live is um, <clears throat> where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, you get that once uh, an evening. Usually it's about 7 or 8 o'clock Eastern when those go out. And then also, if you want our ministry email, uh, you get some ex exclusive content uh, here with the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, we've had a bunch of pictures in that. I'm sure we're going to have some of that on Saturday as well. If you want to sign up for that, that's once a week. comes out on Saturday. And go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that right off the front page there. Also, if you would like to help keep us out there doing all the things that we do, there's a donate button at the top of the page, web page here uh, for sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And we appreciate all you guys who lend your support to us, whether it's in prayer, whether it's in uh, tuning in, or whether it's financially. We really do appreciate you guys very much. Also, this week we're highlighting in our store, Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do. This is Bradley's book. Um, it's normally a donation of $11. This week only, you can get 30% off with the promo code GRASS. So if you go in the store, you pick up the book, you put the promo code GRASS in, you get 30% off, but that's only through Saturday at midnight. Uh, so if you want to get Bradley's book and you're looking for that, this is the time to do it, okay? Now, if I sound a little, <clears throat> I don't know, off or whatever, it's because I am. Um, the past day or so, I've been doing my chlorine dioxide treatments and stuff and uh, a couple other things. But um, yesterday, I slept for about six hours in the day. It, just, it had just drained me. And um, last night, I sweated a bunch, which was great because when you sweat, you detoxify, right? <laughs> That's a good thing. And um, so I'm probably going to go and lay down after the show again today just because rest lets your body fight that stuff off. In addition, so if I like I said, if I sound off, it's because I am a little bit. Uh, but we'll we'll make sure. Hopefully, the Lord will bring some healing there. I I can already feel a difference over last night. I can tell you that for sure. I got one video I'm going to show you, and then we're going to bring Lynn on. This is um, I think this guy is out of the UK, and I think his name is Henry Miller. I didn't put his name in when I got the video, but he's talking about how even the police now are targeting children. If they don't have the woke opinions, remember we we had Andy on yesterday uh, dealing with a, a call in college, and I hope some of you people called. If you didn't call, go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, find that that article there where we archive the show with Andy. Right at the top, all the phone numbers, the emails are there. Email those people and call them and demand an explanation for why they why they banned her for two two years but they didn't do any of the students cuz I'll tell you they didn't do any of the students and it was over the woke stuff it was over the transgender nonsense and it is nonsense cuz nobody's transitioning gender okay listen to what this guy has to say a police force turned up at the door of a 14 year old autistic child okay 
said that um, he was guilty of a section section four public order offence, which, with a repeat, would would end in two years in jail. What he had done was in the playground, he looked at a girl who was a girl, but who dressed like a well, no, a girl who was a girl who dressed like a girl, had long hair like a girl, etc., but who said she was a boy, mm-hmm. and he refused to believe her. He said, no, you're a girl. So the, the school told the police, the police visited the parents, told it, read him literally the riot act, okay? I have on tape the subsequent interview between the boy's parents, the, the, the child, and the school, we have it all on tape. And they say to him, where are you getting radicalized? Where, how do we stop you getting radicalized? Because if you continue, if you continue in this vein and do not learn how wrong your behavior is, one, you would be fired from a job. And if you would say that in a pub, you would probably be glassed. What? You heard me right. You would probably be glassed. They this, said that to a 14-year-old autistic boy. Yes, and his parents. This was the head of year 10 and the head teacher who warned the boy that unless they could break the cycle of radicalism, that he would be sacked and he would be glassed in the face. And this was supported by the police who told him, came to his house and said, anymore, he could be looking at a two-year jail sentence. Now you tell me, you tell me that that's not fascism. Of course it's fascism. Of course it is. I mean, a 14-year-old autistic boy has got enough sense to know when a girl's a girl, right? And a boy's a boy. But that's radicalized. You're radicalized if you think that way. You're not radicalized if you if you think the girl is a boy, or a boy is a girl, or a boy is a dog, or whatever the case, whatever they want to identify as. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. See, these people won't do it, though, when it doesn't suit them. For instance, if they were to come after you for... I don't know, one of their immoral tax evasions. If they want to come after you for that and you say, well, I'm, I'm a dollar bill. I identify as a dollar bill, so you can't arrest me. Oh, no, they're not going to have that, are they? They're not going to say, well, we have to do that. So, yeah, this is, this is where it's going, though. And it is fascism. And I don't know when the people of the West are going to be up in arms. I mean, literally up in arms. I'm not talking about that as a slogan. You've got a Second Amendment for a reason. And that militia is, is the function of that Second Amendment. It is, it, I can't stress it enough. This is the need for going to things like tactical civics, learning your civic duty, instituting the grand jury, and the militia again in your own counties. The only people coming to, de- to help you is you. Donald Trump, you people who are still stuck on Donald Trump, if you ain't got it through your thick head that this guy is controlled opposition, nothing will. You already know Joe Biden is. We're going to talk about him in just a little bit. You already know he is. You can't get your head out of Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, for that matter. They're both pushing the, sh- the same agenda. Same stuff. Same stuff. Now, with that said, it is Wednesday. Rotten of the Core Wednesday, as a matter of fact. And we have with us the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. I tell you what, uh, one of the reasons why Britain's schools are in that shape and the whole society is coming after the parents is it goes back to the contracts 
that the government has set up between the parents and the schools. And Suzanne and I did a month-long series last year on a document called Mindspace that was using government-controlled mentality to control behavior of society. And in that particular document, Tim, we found the the parameter where it said, okay, we're going to create more contracts between schools and parents so that the parents kowtow to the system, not the system support the community. So that's why you're seeing what your gentleman just uh, laid out happen. And it's happening here too. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And I, you know, we haven't here in South Carolina, I haven't seen much of it. I, I'm sure it probably goes on in certain places, mm-hmm. uh, but overall, I haven't seen it. And this is why Lynn Bradley and I were talking before. Right. And of course, I'm I'm with the uh, anti-federalists. If you if you would have had them in, uh, you know, early on, because I know what centralization does, and yeah. you've got you've got the uh, the the nature of man in, in tune with that. Every time you centralize something, it always mm-hmm. goes that route. Mm-hmm. But but part of the problem, or part of the thing that I, I pointed out to Bradley was, I said, you know, I said you see certain states where this kind of stuff is far more prevalent. And usually, usually, it's not all the time, but usually mm-hmm. in the in the states, especially in the South, you'll see a lot of where the Bible has had the most impact. You see them running behind some of the other states where it's gone really crazy, like up north or out west. And I, I think there is still that lingering influence. But boy, if the people of God don't stand up, Lynn, and we don't uh, address this and really bring it to its knees and uh, bring it to heel, and bring justice, we're going to be in, in, in a world of hurt here. Right. And I, I don't disagree with anything you've said, but here's how it's showing up in America. All right. That example was about uh, radicalization. This in America, the way that it's coming after everyone and the government control and the government saying, oh, we'll make a contract between the school and the family is over behavioral health and mental health. And they'll They'll throw it right in. All right, that young man was autistic. What do you think is happening with the special needs population in our communities? They are being uh, kowtowed into this system to try to be cookie cutter, just like the rest of everybody. Because after all, if you cannot have your communities conform when everything gets centralized for education, which it's going if school choice goes through, it absolutely will. These parental rights. These faux parental right bills that are tied into them, the school vouchers, the all that is breeding you right towards centralization. And again, as you just said, you cannot escape it at that point. And part of what we're going to be talking today about is the push from the U.S. Department of Education to come at yet another angle, Tim, that sounds good, looks good, supposedly feels good, but it's bringing about centralization in education. And that is through what's known as dual enrollment. Now, A lot of homeschoolers love dual enrollment because, after all, I can have Johnny and Susie do their lessons at home. They've got enough time to scoot on down to the community college or the four-year college, start getting ahead in the game so that they can get on with what it is that, uh, you know, life is calling them to do. Uh, And 
the danger is once you enter that community system through the college or through the university or even through apprenticeships, you've just gotten your homeschool child into a system that will seek to career slot you, will seek to radicalize you, will seek to indoctrinate you. And it is happening at breakneck speed. And it didn't just start under Biden. Let's remember, Donald Trump was the king of the apprenticeship. Because after all, remember, he had a show about apprentices, did he not? And he took that agenda out of Hollywood and brought it to the White House and then expanded it to the point that we had uh, de facto laws made or de facto rule made to prop up apprenticeships for career tech education and STEM. We have an idiot like Representative Virginia Fox from North Carolina who will sit there and tell you before God and man that all education is career tech education. And now we have the Biden administration going, guess what? Come on down. It's dual enrollment time because we can have better recovery from COVID and we can prop up the economy and we can just have all kinds of community alignment. And yeah, he'll shake his fists about it. But guess what? Trump did the same blasted thing. Yeah, and that, <clears throat> just so people, uh, whoops, I went to the wrong thing. Just so people <laughs> understand, you know, we've talked about this before, Lynn. Apprenticeships mm -hmm. are not bad. But if governments are controlling that, it's yes. really bad. You know, we, yes. I'm for apprenticeships. I wish, I wish more people offered that today. You know, they used to offer it. You could go and work for an, uh, a lawyer. You could go and work for... Uh, a blacksmith, you can go work for whoever you wanted to work for, and you could learn a trade. And as payment, uh, if you didn't have money, as payment, you offered them your services in the work in that work, learning that trade. And they they did profit off of you, but it was it was basically a payment to learn that trade from them. And uh, now, what is it? Well, we're going to take the people's money, we're going to throw mm -hmm. it into something, and then you guys can uh, can can we stole it. For, from these people for you now we'll control you because we're going to give you that money i mean it's 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 organized crime i, I don't know any other way to say it in, in trying yeah. to bring people to that kind of stuff well absolutely and here's the thing people have said for years oh well you know you're just anti-job you're just anti this and anti that and i'm like look i'm not anti-job i'm not anti-school choice i'm not anti-apprenticeship uh, when it is truly devoid of common core career tech education the united nations the science technology engineering and math and it is the system that it was supposed to be not this align your life to a test result and then be told oh yes you're credentialed enough to go do a b c and d that is not a life of servitude to the god almighty that is a life in servitude to the government almighty Yep, that's exactly what it is. That's it. So let's go to the latest press release, please. This is from the current administration, and this is called the Power of Dual Enrollment. And if you cannot see this, they have this lovely uh, graphic where it just shows you the power of dual enrollment, the equitable expansion of college access and success. Because we have to frame everything, Tim, as equitable, which is money, money, money. It is not equality. It is all about money, which skews our economy and then expand, which means more government control, 
for college because after all if you're not going to a career you got to go to college and then we're going to slap the name success on it because after all you're not going to be a, a success in what you want to do you're going to be a success as the government frames it yeah absolutely so in this particular press release i wanted to point out a couple of things so if we could go back to that please all right, it tells you the very first sentence in bold letters, dual enrollment works. Yeah, it does, because the system created this monster and it's working just fine. It tells you also that the Biden-Harris administration is deeply committed to use and expand this system because it will improve student access to rigorous coursework, don't miss that, Tim, rigorous coursework and equitable post-secondary opportunities. Oh, rigorous coursework. What does that mean? It means if you have not been career slotted through a test so that your course can be defined for you, this will do it. And heaven help you if you get in one of these tracks, Tim, and change your mind, because then you have to go through all kinds of fees and, and penalties to change uh, courses. So it's not like I can just change my mind as I should be able to. No, you're going to be penalized enough that it will discourage you from changing your track or your coursework because the rigor is going to have to be totally refigured. And remember, this is happening not just to homeschoolers. This is happening to hybrid parochial public students, students who are adults going back to school, students who have come out of the military, students who are coming from the penal system. So this is not just a attack on homeschoolers. This is an attack on the entire community. Now, it goes on to tell you that recently the Department of Education had a webinar with a panel of experts on dual enrollment who have created state policy. Well, let's remember, Tim, policy is not law. It's an interpretation of the law. And if you have all these skewed experts who are so sold out to the government workforce lackey training system, of course, they're going to influence policies to go that way. And it will also tell you that it's based off of research and evidence from a common core machine entity. Do I need to stress how skewed this entire thing is? I think you probably do since they keep pushing it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's see here. What? Okay. So then the Department of Education goes on in this particular uh, announcement. Well, what is dual enrollment? Well, it's one of the many terms used to describe a program that will allow a high school student to take a college course and earn both the credits for high school and college. And how many people have we seen, oh, I don't have enough credits to graduate. And then I see the, the state going, oh, well, we need to up the amount of credits. The credits are lending themselves into that competency-based credentialing system Tim, which takes it to a whole new dangerous data mining level because now you're entered on a digital blockchain that will give you a credential or a diploma 
that travels with you that will hook you into that nationalized data system that we have spent years on, that I have spent years on, showing you just how dangerous this is because it will basically tell you if you're not in on this algorithm, algorithm-based credential system that rats and stacks you and tracks you from cradle to grave, you're not going to get a job. And if you don't get a job, honey, guess what? You can't pay your bills and you can't eat. But the government by George will will take care of you. Yep. So that is where all this is leading to. Now, let me uh, stress one more thing from this press release. Why is Biden doing this right now? Why is the administration doing this right now? Because the pandemic has screwed us all over and we have to come back to things. Now, let me just point out one thing. Okay. I got an email yesterday from sec, uh, from uh, Virginia Fox because she's one of these people in power over the subcommittee because she's a Republican and she's in a Democratic administration right now. She put out this press release that, oh, how dare Biden go after the National Labor Board where it comes to education, because after all, it's not propping up the same agenda that Trump had. We need to go back to Trump's workforce-based agenda and just ditch Biden's. It's the same thing. It is. That's my point. It is. And this woman who stood up in front of Congress, uses taxpayer money, is up for re-election, is the same idiot who sat there and told you that all education, regardless of what age or what choice, is what? Career tech education. And now she's going to sit there and call out how bad her current boss is and she'll prop up how great her former boss was. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. This is such a midterm move to sway voters to do what? Go red. Because if we don't go red, Tim, we're all screwed again. Well, it's interesting. Go red. Yeah. yeah, Go red. Now, what do we think of when we think red? Well, you know, it's really funny because this last week on Twitter, I said, be careful when you say go red. Mm -hmm. We're talking about voting because and I even showed a screenshot of a wonderful researched article from Germany that looked at America and said, look, this is what you're propping up either way. And it showed that red was the color of communist and fascist. And blue is supposedly the color of corporate Oh, my gosh. So that, you know, you put them together, you get purple, but it's the same thing. And so, you know, I described it one more time. You know, you cannot tell me they're not unified because they absolutely are, because it doesn't matter if it's under Biden's administration or Trump's. You're getting this workforce lackey training system set up to be centralized. And dual enrollment is one of the key tools. It's one of the it's one of the most untalked about aspects of taking the system and aligning it. Now, one of the things that was brought out into in this particular uh, 
resource that will be in the archives was also bringing up the aspect of community influence and community access. Because after all, if the community doesn't come together, Tim, and take care of its own and everybody go to either job or college, nobody in the community is going to be able to eat. Nobody in the community is going to be able to have a job. And it's just this sick, twisted lie after lie after lie. So with that said, we have an image from a 20. 21 article that I published and you and I did a show on where we tied the career tech aspect to the access of food. And this is a very in your face, black and white with red emphasis image. And what it's telling you, and I highlighted it for you, you have to increase access to and support of career counseling for all career tech education students. And in red, I put, this is the sales pitch that is coming from schools or job centers. All right, the next one. We have to maintain career tech education as a formula program. And then what do I tell you? The funding goes back to the career track. Now, it also goes on to tell you, this will align the Every uh, Student Succeeds Act or the Elementary, Secondary, and Education Act and WIOA to improve the efficacy and effectiveness of the education and workforce development programs. Now, down at the bottom, it'll tell you this joins the Every Student Succeeds Act. It's not hiding, it's out in the open. And I give you the link to that particular article that we, or that show that we did, or the article that I did that did that had the show we did. And that is where they're using the access to food through the career tech education to align your community. And so that will be in the archives for everyone as well. Now, from 2016, if you haven't gotten the picture yet, this was 2016. This was right after Every Student Seeds Act was was said, oh, this is the new federal law of the land and we all have to be under it. I made this graphic. And if you are on the radio and you can't see it, I urge you to come back to the archive version and you will be able to see it. This was something that I was trying to get across to folks that this is the danger when you take every, uh, when you take dual enrollment and how it intersects with every part of the agenda. And so I'll read this for you. Regardless of age, educational choice, where you live by desire or by desire, the learn to work reform is here for every citizen in America. And at the top, I give you career tech education, career clusters, career pathways, and the American Apprenticeship Initiative, which Trump started. That will tie into your Higher Education Act Along the red line, you'll see the Common Core. Along the blue line, you'll see the STEM to STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. Two, science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math, which is the United Nations. That also embeds the Higher Education Act and the Common Core. Then I show you the orange arrow that will take pre-K to 12th, dual enrollment, your AP classes, your IB schools, and early college, and tie it right back into the Every Student Succeeds Act. And then down at purple, it says the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act will be through your one-stop job centers, your stackable, chunkable, uh, chunkable credentials that will follow you. And then on the sides, it will say this impacts traditional education through private schools, whether it's homeschool or faith-based education, uh, charters, alternative schools, everything from pre-K to 12th. 
This will also impact your secondary schools for profit and not for profit. So those uh, for profit trade schools are in on this as well. And for those who are returning to work or having to further their careers. And down at the bottom, there is my quote. Workforce leaves no choice. Now, this was in 2016. Here we are in 2022, my dear. And what are we facing? What has changed? Not a blasted thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what it's going to take for the people to uh, be aware of, of how they're being played, especially in this voting concept. I think of, uh, what was that thing years ago? And I'm not recommending the movie to anybody, but I just remember it right. uh, with Richard mm-hmm. Pryor. Uh, you know, he was a foul guy, but the, there was a point mm-hmm. that was made. Right. Vote for none of the above. And when it comes to oh. D.C., vote for none of the above. Don't give any consent to any tyrant right. to rule you or them, because right. that's what you're doing every time you do it. The, the, the majority of these guys going up there don't honor their oath. Most mm-hmm. of them are almost. I don't know if there is anybody. There might be about two or three that I can think of who actually spoke out against the education issue. But the rest of them are all on board with some form of federal involvement in education. Every one of them. Yeah, but here's the thing. Even those two or three, TM, and we've done a yeah. show, two or three shows. Look at the corporations backing them. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to talk a big game. Oh, yeah, let's do this about education. But if you look at their platforms and their policies, they are not that far separated from all the ones we can identify sure. who are going, yay, the feds, yay, the feds. Now, I will give you in the archives, you'll have the link to the um, article where that image that I just uh, described for you will be. Now, the next thing we want to go to, and you're going to love this, Tim. This is also from the U.S. Department of Education in their back to school fact sheet, because after all, you're going to take an unconstitutional entity, a federal agency who will tell you, oh, yes, we have the facts. Uh, Sorry, there's some sort of contradiction in there somewhere, but yet here we are. (laughs) Okay. All right. If you read this, and I I hope you will scroll down for the audience who can see this. And for those who can't, I urge you to go back again and look at this at your leisure. Okay. Uh, This quote from the current secretary is pretty lengthy, but I'm going to read part of it. He says, and this is Secretary uh, Cardona, back to school session is a time of possibility and promise for students, parents and families and educators alike. To all the school leaders working to ensure your campuses can remain safely open for in-person learning throughout this new academic year, all of us, pay attention, Fox. All of us in the Biden-Harris administration appreciate your dedication in making in-person learning happen. (gasps) Oh, goodness. And then he goes on to wax uh, poetic to the teachers and then the students and then all at the bottom, the parents. So I'm not surprised with that. He's also going to tell you that this will be done in the name of COVID through the American Rescue Plan funding. Oh, praise the Lord. We have American Rescue Plan funding, which is taxpayer abuse. Okay, so the White House has issued a back to school uh, fact sheet. And he goes on to tell you just how much this current administration has done for the greater good for education, including $122 billion in funding from you and I and everybody else just like us. Now, 
the first guidance, the first fact. I want you to read this for the audience, Tim. It's in the big, bold letters. What is that? You talking about these resource and guidance include? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's where we're going. Using COVID-19 vaccines, uh, fraudulently called so, and boosters as the first line of defense to protect in-person learning. Uh-huh. I'm amazed that anybody still is buying that uh-huh. narrative. I really uh-huh. am. But read the next sentence, please. Every American age six months and over is eligible to get the shot. And everyone age five and over is eligible for a booster shot after completing their primary series. Getting vaccinated uh, or getting shot. Think mm-hmm. about that. Think about it. getting shot mm-hmm. and staying up to date with COVID-19 shots are mm-hmm. the most important way that we can ma- minimize the most serious impact that COVID-19 can have on our children, their teachers, their school communities. Schools, early care and education programs and health departments can promote shots in many ways. Yeah. But six months, my dear. Yeah. Six months and up. And oh, yeah, this is just in time for that supposed new new one coming out over oh, something over so, something that is literally a con it is a con okay i i, I, totally I know i i get it, it but it's literally a con <laughs> they're using a con they're using a lie to bolster other lies that's the what? that's the problem here remember Absolutely. when you're a kid and your parents used to tell you well if you tell tell me the truth now because if you tell me a lie you have to tell another lie to cover that up and you have to tell another and pretty soon you don't know your your story which which way you're going with it and uh, and right. that's exactly what they're doing okay so that was to protect in-person learning. What's the next big headline? Getting who? School staff boosted against mm-hmm. COVID-19. All right. What's the next biggest one? Hosting school-located shock clinics nationwide. Wasn't this a back-to-school fact sheet, my dear? Yep. I, well, I, I said it. it turned Look, into? I what said it, it when they were doing this. I said they'll get it into the kids by putting it in because they want everybody to have their shots when they go to school. Yeah, but this was supposed to be back to school. Back to school is is not just harping on one agenda point, but sure. this is what they're doing. So, yes, and what have we been telling you? The reason why the Title I funding in Every Student Succeeds Act shifted from per pupil to whole school was to lay the framework for this kind of service through your school. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> the next one, encouraging Children, children to catch up on routine childhood vaccines. Yes. The next one. Providing robust access to COVID-19 testing at schools to help detect infection early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a joke. Okay. And by the way, let, by the way, those mm-hmm. tests uh, have known carcinogens and they're not telling anybody they have those things in them. They want to put them in your kids. The tests. Right. 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 So what's the next one? <laughs> Providing free access to these tests. Okay, next one. Expanding access to COVID-19, testing to child care and early learning programs. Mm. Okay, now our next one. Improving indoor air quality across America's school buildings. Yes, because after all, this is a part of what? Climate change. Oh, no. That's not what the fact sheet says. The fact sheet says... Oh, it's saying COVID-19, but it's going to be tied to that. There's no doubt it's going to be tied to it. Because he says, he says here, reduce the risk of exposure to particles, aerosols, and other contaminants. And Uh they they speak of all of that in in league with the, the climate change stuff. Right. Because the very next one is telling you, oh, yes, 
Here's where that American Rescue Plan funding comes in because we can update your air conditioning system, everybody, and we can make sure that we have all kinds of germicidals and and all kinds of uh, special UV lighting that prevents germs. I'm sorry, UV lighting does not prevent germs. Ugh. Anyway, that's right. And then we're we're going to connect schools with more experts, Tim, for indoor air quality because after all, we're not green enough. Then we're going to get champion schools. Oh, goody. Oh, goody. We're going to get uh, champion schools for indoor air quality. You should be having championship schools that help children learn what to think. Not, I mean, excuse me, that uh, teach them how to think. That walk beside, like the one-room schoolhouse, that's the kind of championship school we would need not one focused on something that has zero to do with academics but this is what we're propping up and none of this has anything to do with education and yet they're sticking themselves in and let's let's just remind everybody they're violating the 10th amendment the power is not delegated to the united states by the constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people and let me tell you something education is the people, not the states yeah. and not the federal yeah. government. It is your right. responsibility, mom and dad. It is not the state. It is not the federal. I don't even care if it's written in your constitution. It is none of right. their business. God well, says I'm, it's your jurisdiction. Absolutely. And I will tell you, and this will be in the archives, I said, note the community involvement required for this. And then I will tell you, much of the push for this air quality is not about COVID germs, but the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal for the Green Movement that is tied to climate change. And then you can see the U.S. Department of Education's free green school, green resource website. And if you go there, it's called greenstrides.org. Oh my gosh, the stuff that is on that page is just awful. It is abs- hat tools to what, Tim? Green your school. Oh boy. And that if you look at their resources, this is what I want folks to go to, uh, where I would like folks to go to, is you look at the resources. Don't just look at the main page. Go to the resource tab. And what do you see? Pre-college university. Oh, that's that dual enrollment, isn't it? Scroll on down. You'll see all kinds of stuff. Oh, who's that in blue, Tim? Bre- oh, the CDC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, goody, because we can't do anything without them. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this tells you a lot about that. So uh, that will be in the archives for you as well. But I want folks to see from 2019, this is an image that I did on my blog that uh, was, and I'll give you the article link for that. And this was going after our farmers through farming uh, to align to the sustainable development goals. And you'll see in this particular image, there's a green stool. I use that because it's three legs. And in that three legs, in that three-leg stool image, you're going to see that it will tell you on the on the very top of the seat. That's going to be the United Nations, the UNESCO, seventeen develop the uh, seventeen worldwide goals known as the Sustainable Development Goals. And of course, that wonderful word I've come to hate, sustainability. And it's going to go through three aspects: your environmental, your social, which includes education, and your economic, which includes education. And then I go on to tell you that all 17 are woven into agriculture, 
through your food and your water. So, honey, if they're not going to get you through your education or your job, they're now going to come after your dirt, literally, to control your food. All right. According to the infograph for how the 17 are woven in, we can see two things. that The United States is a fully participating member aligned in 2015, uh, excuse me, signed on in 2015 and has not revoked its participation yet under Trump or Biden or Obama or any of the others who were in office at that time, be it president or uh, in the administration. It also will increase government overreach into farming, and we're achieving several sustainable development goals at once. And if you look at the stool I created, agriculture is woven into the national economy because it provides income and jobs, socially because it feeds others and ourselves, and environmentally because we're using land and water. Incredible. And people thought that <clears throat> people thought that education, the issue of education, was well, not that big a deal. We want the red meat of what is Biden doing today? What did he say? How did he fall off his bike today? What can we make fun of these people about? And it's like they're laughing at the the, the communists and the fascists are just laughing at the American people uh, mm-hmm. over this all the way to the bank, literally. Oh, absolutely. Now, what we're not going over, but will be in the archives is from 2020. The amount of free money under the CARES Act, which was under our former president, will also be roped into part of the American Rescue Plan of the current government. And it will also tie in more information for you about this dual enrollment and the dangers for home educators. It will also fit the Trump-DeVos agreement of 2018 that was signed down in South America to unite education and labor. You're also going to see that in this current press release, that, that very first one that you and I went over, at the top of the show, North Carolina was heralded as one of the example states. Well, I give you in the archives one of my articles from 2014, Tim, where I used North Carolina as an example to show you where dual enrollment is housed in your State Department of Education. And then you can take that from then and look at where we are now and see that nothing has changed except it's been increased. Okay. So that'll be in the archives for you as well. Then from 2016, again, not too long after every student succeeds act was put into de facto rule. I gave you an article that was expressly written for private educators, which will include homeschooling, which will show you that there are certain dangers for dual enrollment then, there still are now. And the only reason I use the final conference report of the Every Student Succeeds at in this article was because the page pages are easier to read. That was that over 1,000 page document that everybody was saying, oh, the Congress hasn't had time to read it. And they just rubber stamped it, which they did. But here's the thing in that particular article, not only will you get the final conference report, which is much easier to read, but you'll get the uh, final law version that Obama signed, which was reduced down to 391 pages, giving you the idea that the bicameral bipartisan leadership chopped a lot of that 100 I mean, that 1,000 page document down, it got rid of all the bad stuff, and the 391 pages was all that was left that was good. 
No, they reduced the font size. That's it. So, <laughs> wow. Yep. Every bit of the agenda that was in that over 1,000 page document is in that 391 page document. It's just a heck of a lot harder to read. So you'll have that particular article as well. And then finally in the archives from 2020, the show you and I did, Tim, with all the resources on the climate change lies that are woven into education. Okay. So that right. is... I, that and is, by the way, I was trying to pull up, um, pull the pages up, and for whatever reason, yeah. I was getting errors on your site, and then now it, it's just like taking forever to load up the pages. I don't know what what's going on there, but there, it, who, it's because we're speaking out. Okay. That's that's it. It's absolutely sometimes because, that's the case. Yeah, it is because I have checked with my webmaster; everything is fine on her end. Yeah, it just happens to be that uh, because. We're speaking out and, you know, we're seeing this happen more and more to shows like ours and, and others related that you mention one word and all of a sudden it's nope, can't have that access to that one. Yep. So anyway, that's. That's well, we're, this is why this is why I put it out on a lot of different platforms live, yeah. and then once I've got it all done, I put it on a couple of other platforms. And we have John, uh, who many of mm -hmm. you saw, I brought him on that one Saturday morning. Um, mm -hmm. John goes and puts it on two or three other uh, different platforms that I don't get to. So, you know, right. thank you, John, for doing that. But mm -hmm. we try to get those out so that people can find them if they if they if they want to. But the thing mm -hmm. is, Lynn. It's getting to the point now, unless you really want to find this, you're going to have yeah. to dig for it. I mean, you, you're just going right. to have to dig for it. Right. Well, I know that everybody is doing a good job of saying, okay, when this show comes out, here's the Rumble version. If you missed it, you know, that's going out via email. So that's a big help as well. And then, of course, the more people share, the better that it is. So that's that's a great thing. Yep, it sure is. It sure is. Okay. Now you want to give a little update uh, for people I do. as far as I do. Uh, what you're what you're dealing with in your journey there. Yep. Okay. okay. So here's what we know. What has worked best for me is I'm taking a supplement called Pectisol, and what that is supposed to do, it is supposed to encase the tumor, so that when it's taken out, it's one lump, sump, and barrel, and so that's a good thing. So we're able to have a team. We've been able to amass a team of doctors who are helping me with natural. And then we're using just the surgery part to remove the bad. And then we have the game plan set up for the DSM, for the uh, diet changes, for everything. I've got a doctor in Wisconsin who is going to be helping me with that. He has degrees in oriental medicine and acupuncture. So we're going to be using that. We're going to be using the DSEM. I have a whole protocol for, um, let's see, what is it? I have a whole protocol here by my doctor in Georgia where I'm going to be using immune boosting and anti-inflammation protocol. And it's a whole page long. It's got the CBD. It's got all this. So I'm under their leadership. I'm going to be doing dandelion tea. If I can find an infrared sauna, I need to get one of those. But that's probably... Uh, cost prohibitive right now. And that's the other thing. A lot of these things are not going to be covered by insurance. Some of this will be, and some of it won't. And it's the stuff that won't that I'm really still in needing a lot of help with. Um, I'm not going to try to seek government final financial assistance because it would force me to be in the system for longer than I want to be. 
So that's where we are. This is what's working for me. This is what's working for our family. Yes, it's a little bit of both worlds, but that's the best that we can do. And I totally trust the doctors who are leading this because they have been able to successfully fight cancer with this kind of of, uh, system that uh, uses the best of both worlds. I want to ask you a question about that. You know, when, sure. when I read mm-hmm. uh, G. Edward Griffin's book uh, and right. when he was on the show, mm-hmm. one of the things he talked about was even if you do like a biopsy or if you have a surgery, by mm-hmm. doing that nine times out of ten, it ends up spreading. Okay. It ends up well, opening up to, to spreading. Maybe you want to ask them, okay, how right. do you got some long-term people that you can point me to and what happened? Did it come back yeah. on them? Did it come back more aggressive and things like that? I don't know if you've right. asked any of that. Uh, but that was something I did notice in yeah. his book as to as to when that kind of stuff takes place. And you're, you're absolutely right. And I did ask that. And that was why this pectosol was recommended, because it would so encapsulate it, that, so encapsulate it that it would give it absolutely zero chance to ever come back. And so that's what I am so grateful for that this doctor, I see, I didn't even know that stuff existed. But what pectosol is, is, you know, when you peel an orange and that white rind on the inside of the orange, it's that. And look how wonderfully God made the, uh, made that to encapsulate that orange. And so that's the principle. And I have, Ask that. I will continue to ask that again. But this is why I'm so encouraged with the amount of uh, natural that's coming afterwards is because it's going to be like this great reset button, which I desperately need. Because if we looked at how we eat in this nation, this is why we have this problem. So it's an opportunity for me to get totally healthy and just divorce the acid based diet that the westerners are so on because if you look at research if you look at one of the biological uh people from i think it was the 30s he told you there were two types there was one that was acid based and then i don't remember what the other one was so um as far as the the belief that we're all predisposed with a gene for cancer i have a big problem with that because if you look at how we eat i think that's more of the problem than our our predisposed genes oh yeah and kate kate tells us that every saturday that's exactly what it's about now we all look we all have cancer cells anyway they're they're always there but they're kept under control due to what we eat and so right absolutely so if people go ahead i'm sorry you got about 50 seconds Okay, I was just going to say, this is what I'm doing along the way is I'm learning, I'm taking notes because people have asked me to write a book. I might do it, I might not, I don't know. But anyway, that's where we are. So yes, we absolutely need all the prayer support we can because we do have a wonderful team that's working together to to do God's glory and to serve Him. And I'm still serving even though I'm sick as can be. All right, uh, Lynn, got about 20 seconds. You want to tell people where they can find out about you and the Carrie okay. Bridge site? Okay, Caring Bridge site, visit Lynn Taylor. That should keep you up to date. Right now, stressing needs are uh, finances, of course, and then we need to have our, uh, uh, there are some things around the house. If you can't get there, contact Tim. He can tell you how to get in touch with me. And as always, commoncordiva.com. There is a secure PayPal link if you wish to help with any of this. And as always, prayer support, prayer support. Yeah, and a lot of people are telling that they are praying for you in chat, Lynn. Yeah. We appreciate Thank you, you all the time you. for coming on on Wednesdays and 
giving us your time. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and then we'll be back with you in the morning. Lord willing, 6 a.m. Talk to you then. See you.